guys. Today we're going to discuss advice for adults that are just beginning to play adult tennis. I'm very fortunate because today my very good friend Erin was willing to discuss what advice she would give. She started out as a 2.5 and is now a 4.0 and she didn't start playing until she was 40. So we are both definitely not experts, but we didn't grow up playing a ton or having a bunch of lessons growing up. We had to do that more as adults. So we have a different perspective, but between the two of us, we We've probably been to states about 20 times at the 3.0 or 3.5 level. So we know what it's like to play at not a super high level and um, have a real life besides tennis, including being a mom, having a job and all the other responsibilities we have. So here it is. So today, I think we need to talk about for advice for people just starting. I think other podcasts, they have people that are professional tennis players, or they grew up playing, you know, tennis from when they were really young. And maybe when they were eight years old, they played at the level of a 3-0. So they don't understand what it's like as an adult to start playing a new sport and um, play with a group of women. So what would you say to someone that's just starting out 2-5, maybe 3-0, Um, What advice would you give since you've played for eight years? Yeah. So I never touched a racket literally until I had that lesson. Like I I started out with getting lessons as a Christmas present for my husband. So I literally had like, I mean, if I touched a racket, I I, I don't even remember it at all. It was going to be so easy because I'd done other sports, right? Right. So I started out with like a group of five lessons and I loved it immediately. And so then I bought five more lessons and five more lessons and five more lessons. And then I was playing all the time. I think the first thing that I learned in those lessons, which was great, was just like how to hold a racket and then ground strokes. So like hitting from the baseline, just trying to get the ball over the net. Almost eight years later, I still to this day wish that I had actually started up at the net and learned volleys first. Oh, really? Yeah. And I know there's a lot of people that love, like, I know you're a player that loves to be at the net and other players, but I still kind of have a fear of being up there and just feel like, My technique is so bad at the net. I feel great at the baseline and I feel lost when I'm at the net. Like I'm just doing everything wrong. Um, So if I were doing it again, my advice would be just to start up and do like a lot of volley work and not, and then like go back, you know, back yourself up, not go back, but like back yourself up, um, you know, as you progress. But I don't know that anybody teaches that way. No, I don't think they do either. Yeah. Maybe we should start a new business. And maybe we should. That's what we have time on our hands. This is what we can do. Podcasts and tennis lessons. And we barely know what we're talking about because we're such amateurs. <laughs> and what was your first match like? Do you remember being super nervous or were oh, you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember exactly who it was, what court I was on, what I did after. The only thing I don't remember is what I wore. <laughs> and I still play with the same exact racket. But yeah, I decided to start playing in summer, which at the time was not as competitive as other seasons, which nowadays that's not the case. Um, And the reason for that is because even when you play in the summertime, there's still States possibility. So people still play very competitively to try to get to playoffs in States. So there's no season now that's not competitive, um, at least in our area. Right. So um, I played summer because everyone said that there was no pressure and it was just fun. Um, And I lost six Oh six Oh in doubles in your first match. 
my first match oh, <laughs> in less than 45 minutes. Yes. And yes. I remember the two ladies asked my partner and I, if we wanted to stay after and hit with them, which I thought was so sweet. And now I realize is like, I would never do it now. It means I did not give them enough time to get their exercise in. They did not burn enough calories. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was so excited that I did it, that I like threw myself in the deep end and um, played my first USTA match that I went, it was like the middle of the day in the summertime. So it's not like I could have a drink. I went to Starbucks and I got myself an iced coffee as a celebration drink. That's right. You deserve it. Well, it's hard when you're older to start something new. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so that's one thing. The one thing I would probably add to is that what I started doing is after a match, when I, when I was a beginner, I would try to schedule a lesson the next day so that yeah. if I yeah. wanted to quit after <laughs> I had a, I had a, the next lesson. I had a lesson the next day. So I realized that I didn't, you know, that it, I could work on something and, yeah. you know, work on the things that I got wrong. And I always felt better after the lesson. Yeah. Even that's, if a, that's a good point. I didn't think about doing it that way. Most people do lessons right before they play. Right. And then they try to change something in a match. But that's smart. You actually would play, do something and then actually work on it after, which that's really smart. Yeah. Did you ever want to quit? Did you ever play a match and then want to quit? I feel like you always have a really good personality. So out there Uh, on the tennis court. Everyone is so different, but I really, I would not be playing this long and hoping to play well into my late whatevers. (laughs) I don't know what year that is, but um, I love it. I mean, there's people, there are definitely people that are not fun to play against. Um, But for the most part, like I love the sport. I really do love it. And, but the, um, side note to that is I have every year made sure to try to surround myself with people that feel the same way. Um, and that are fun to be around because there's plenty of other things to be doing with our time as moms than to be out playing tennis with people that aren't happy or, you know, you can't really avoid it in your opponents, but you can try to at least, um, you know, have a good partner or if you're playing singles, you know, try to be as friendly as you can to the opponent or whatever. Yeah. And I think you really do that. I mean, I've played it with a lot of different doubles partners and every time I play with you, you're always really happy and you can tell you're grateful to be out there. And I think that's something that, you know, all of us that play should feel because we are the lucky ones to be out playing tennis, you know, as an adult with everything else going on in our lives, you know, but to have that ability, my friends from college think I'm crazy that I have the ability to go out and play a sport at my age. So um, I do feel very grateful for that and grateful for the people that I get to meet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like I said, it's not always fun, but Um, I think it's also how people like, there are just some people that I've played with and against that they just think the world is against them. And I don't understand why they play tennis because they don't seem to have fun. Right. Um, but I just, I, I just don't, that's just not my philosophy. Yeah. And I would say 90% of the people that I play have a really good attitude. Yeah. You know, most people out there do have a really good attitude and it is really fun. And, um, it's just a great thing to do with our time. Yeah, I agree. One of the things that I remember happened to me, which I thought was really funny and still to this day, um, I still think about it, but I, um, I am for being a designer, I'm still like, I like structure a lot. Um, so I thought that I, before I went out and played at all, other than just hitting, I had to learn all the rules. Like I had to learn how to, 
um, do the scoring, which is really confusing. I had to learn, like, I felt like I had to study a book before I threw myself out there on a court. And I remember someone saying to me, if you have to study to play the sport, don't even bother. Like it's supposed to be fun. And, um, it's true. I mean, I got out there and you know, you do just learn by doing it and you learn a lot of playing tennis by just the repetition. Like you have to hit a million balls you know, before, I mean, I still like, I take lessons and I forget what I've learned, but then it does start to, you know, like I will start to integrate those things. And just playing in the matches, you're not going to feel ready to play. I've, you know, I still don't feel ready to play. And there's some matches where I go out there and it looks like I've never touched a racket before. Like, you know, yeah, I really feel that way, but I think you just have to get out there and do it. And once you do it, you eventually have so much fun doing it. Yeah, you know, and, and you start to realize that some days you're on and some days you're off and that's okay. That's actually a really good point to this day. You're, and I'm sure people that have been playing for 20, 30 years feel the same way. You cannot get too up or down. You're going to be amazing one minute and be like, I'm the best tennis player ever. And then and an hour later, won't be able to hit the ball. And you'll be like, I'm awful. And it's not true. You just, I mean, it's kind of part of just having fun. You just have to realize that you just ride through those moments because they come all the time, literally hour to hour. I remember playing in my first playoff match and um, my doubles partner told me I needed to breathe because I could not hit the ball over the net. I mean, I think I was, it was at three Oh and I had never played in a playoff match before and people were actually watching, which I had never experienced before either. And I just could not hit the ball, but then I eventually, you know, got, you know, started going and started playing a little bit more and then everything was fine. And we ended up winning that match. But at the beginning, it was just kind of like, I had never touched a racket before in my life. Um, but yeah, just taking like a big, deep breath. And then I actually had someone that I played with, um, Um, I think we played a lot of like playoff, like, you know, stressful matches together when we were beginners. And um, I don't remember who it was, but someone actually told me to physically turn around, like do like a, like literally like turn my body around, just do like a loop. And um, sometimes I think about that. I'm like, just breathe and just like literally take a spin. And sometimes that just like calms you down makes you like uh, like the 360 spin not like a maria sharapova <laughs> type okay she do that well she turns her she turns her back to the opponent not like a 360 spin i didn't know if she, you meant like turn your back to your opponent or do like a spin like a troll like a ballerina oh yeah like a twirl i actually think when maria does that it's kind of, it's just annoying and rude but right. yeah i do too <laughs> that's the reason i was wondering if that's what you were doing or if you yeah, were no. but i have played against people that literally turned their back to me and i told you about that crazy girl that like hit her racket against the fence. No. Oh, that's a whole nother call. But yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah. different topic. That's for yeah. our next conversation. She, <laughs> yeah. Turned her back and literally like beat her racket on the fence. Yeah. I don't want to get to that point. Don't let, ever let me get. Yeah. <laughs> that's when you know you're might want to take a step back and... from tennis and reevaluate whether you want to spend yeah. your time doing this. Yes. Reevaluate. <laughs> I want to thank Erin so much for doing this today. Just to give you an idea of the type of person she is, we were on a Zoom call just talking about tennis, and I told her my idea. And two minutes later, she was willing to be recorded for this episode. So I really want to thank Erin for doing this. And if you guys have any other advice for beginners, please email secondservetennis at yahoo.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the courts soon. Mm-hmm.